0: Okay, so I'm Phil and um, I'm a hypnotist and I use the word hypnotist as opposed to hypnotherapist simply for the fact that I enjoy having a lot more fun with hypnosis compared to hypnotherapists because some of the things I do, they would look at and go, you shouldn't be doing that, that's not real, we don't like it, it's manipulation or whatever else. But um, I, I look at it from a point of view of when you went to school and you had those classes you loved, it was because you were always having fun in them. Mm. And the classes you hate and you don't really remember are the ones that you're told to kind of sit still and not do anything in. So I like to be able to educate through entertainment as well. Mm. And so a lot of the things I do when it comes to the entertainment side as well, your mind's so powerful, it can make, well, it can help you do this. Can you imagine what else it could do if you just change your thoughts? Or could you imagine what else you could control or you can change or you can facilitate with just your mind? Hmm. So, and, and that leaves people with that little, huh, never thought of that. And so it's it's a really good segue into the therapeutic side or the teaching side of what I do. And yeah, so that's that's why I class that as that, um. And it's it's my love, <laughs> like it's genuine. Me, love my love. When when I found this superpower, and it is, it's a superpower. Like it was gonna go. It's it's a learned skill. It certainly is, but it's it's a superpower because the things, the things you do for people. And the change you can facilitate, and the, the life that you can give, is is it's there's it's it's, it's limitless, mm. and the beauty of that has still yet to leave me, and I don't think it ever will. Mm. Yeah, got deep really fast there.
1: <laughs> I like it. Yeah,
0: me too. Me too.
1: How did you Um, get to that stage of thinking?
0: Pain, (laughs) lots and lots and lots of pain. So before I was like a hypnotherapist or a hypnotist, I was a prison officer. Before I was a prison officer, I was a full-time martial arts instructor. And the thing with those two careers is in its own way, it's still coaching it's still helping people. So as a martial arts instructor, I was teaching kids from the age of three to about 60. And as like, as you're doing those sort of things, it's, you're not just there to teach a martial arts, you're teaching them respect, you're a relationships counsellor, you're, you're talking about, you know, what's going on with their families, you're, you're a guidance counsellor, you're talking about careers with them, you're talking about what's happening at school, what's happening in life, You're you're all these other things as well. Mm. And essentially, you're a leader and you're a role model as well. So there's a certain amount of, I don't want to say respect, but there's a certain about amount of importance that comes along with those roles because you have such an influence on these people. And I, I loved doing that so much. But, you know, I was working... 50 plus hours a week for about 32 K a year and not necessarily the greatest exchange for time for money. And so it it also really got to me that on the weekends with that job and it was a job, it wasn't a career, it was a job. um, I would spend my weekends when I'm meant to be spending time with my daughter teaching other children. And that, that really got to me after a while she would be there and she wouldn't want to join in the classes, but then I'm like, she's watching me give all these other people attention and not giving her the attention. So that, 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 that affected me quite a lot. Anyway, from there, I was training some guys and dealt with a few guys that were in the prison system as officers. And they said, Oh, well, you know, this would, you'd be pretty good at this. You know, you've got a, you've got a good way of talking. Um, you can communicate really well and, you know, we think it'll be great and I was like oh but it's prison (laughs) it's prison I don't want to be in prison um but then I looked at the I looked at the hours and so I only worked half the year which like sold and then I looked at the pay schedule I went well it's pretty much double what I'm on now easy decision very easy decision um, but it affected me it affected me greatly so I went from a job where I was on my feet all the time to sitting in an office in a very not necessarily positive environment and it had its toll on me I, I broke down in relationships I gained about 20 plus kilos um, uh, my, my physical and mental health just declined rapidly I really declined badly and my sister, Kylie, Kylie Dow from Dow Solutions, there's the plug, um, had just finished her course in NLP and hypnosis. Oh, wow. Well. So I rang her. She's in Tumut near Wagga. Mm-hmm. And so I rang her in tears. I'm like, I, I just need to lose some weight. If I can lose some weight, I'll be happy. Life will be fine. And knowing what I know now, you know, that was one of the symptoms, but that wasn't the problem.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so we, we had this big chat and I'm in, I'm in tears on the phone to her and she's like, look, over Easter, just drive down and we'll do some work together. No. And I was like, okay. So that was my task was drive 16 hours by myself to her house over Easter and we worked together. And this is the really condensed version, just so you know. Um, and after working with her for three days, so we did probably an hour or so each day, yeah, for three days, I, I didn't have any issues, <laughs> like, there was no, I didn't have any problems, everything was fixed, or so I thought, mm. um, but, like, to the point, I felt like I could physically see better, the clarity was that clear, and as I was driving back from there, I was, I thought, you know, if, if I could give that gift to someone else and get paid for it. Yeah. That's cool. Like that was really cool. And then again, the way the universe works within a couple of hours of driving back, I had a message from a guy that was running a hypnosis course and an NLP practitioner training. And he's like, Hey man, my next course is here. Are you in? And I'm like, yes, I don't care how, I don't care what I'm in. Mm. And, um, After that, I just, I became obsessed. I literally became one of those course junkies. I went to every hypnosis course I could get my hands on. And if it wasn't physical, I found all the online ones. And I just, I just had to absorb every piece of knowledge in this field that I could. So that then I could best serve myself and best serve other people. And it, yeah, it just, it turned into this, wild crazy amazing thing that not everyone understands but everyone is really intrigued by Mm. and yeah it's that that's that's pretty much how i got involved in it (laughs) first i had to you know go to my own pits and be built back up and yeah it it was it was if it wasn't for those low moments it wouldn't have happened it's that simple so being i'm so i i I appreciate those moments so much more now because I can look back and go, well, I had, I had to have those moments, you know, those low moments of what builds you up.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Thinking about all those moments in my life that have forced me to grow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and recently as well. So um, yeah, I definitely understand. Um, and sometimes people almost wait until they get to that point. It's yeah. Like, Things are fine i don't really need to change and then something will happen a lot of pain and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they've got no choice but to grow
0: 100 yeah. it's it's frustrating now though when i see those things so i'm like you don't have to wait that bit <laughs> you don't have to wait that long just go oh this is a little bit uncomfortable let's change it don't wait until it's so painful but again, that, that comes with time, knowledge and going through the painful stuff first, mm. which is, yeah, hindsight's a beautiful thing, yeah. <laughs> I guess is the best <laughs> way to put it.
1: Yeah, I, I do get frustrated when I see other people doing it, but then mm. I also know that's my frustration on me too because- the- Yeah, that's that's your <laughs> perception. Yeah, I, I see other people not doing what, I know, I don't want to say should because it's, it's such a guilt word. But, yeah, it's
0: a loaded word.
1: Um, things that I want to be doing.
0: Mm. Yeah. And, and some of the best conversations I've had with people who are not in this field and you watch them kind of twinge and freak out a little bit when you say it, they go, I really want to do this. You go, okay, so why aren't you? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, if you want to do the thing you want to do, just start doing that thing, and they look at you like you're insane. Mm. <laughs> you know, they look at you and go, "We can't. I can't do that. And I've got work, and I've got this, and I've got this, and I've got this." I'm like, "Yeah, but you want to do that, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." So do it. It's not that hard. Just do the thing you want to do. Mm. You'll work it out. I promise.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then you watch that. Yeah, that brain fry. That little like. No, it's not that simple.
1: Also, they're trying to justify why they can't.
0: Yeah, hundred percent
1: going through that. I'm not sure if you would call it pain, but taking that step or taking that step out of that comfort zone, then being yeah. uncomfortable. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. yeah. But you gotta love the twinge, though.
0: <laughs> I do I? I love it. It's one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite things with people.
1: Mm that that was really deep like
0: I know like oh that, that that hit fast
1: yeah like I, I'm like I tend to hold a lot of tension like here as well. okay like uh always um I actually used to feel it um if if I'm triggered in a yeah. way where I'm avoiding what's being said I feel pain um in my arms and my legs and I yeah. get really agitated like I can't sit down, I need to move and do something.
0: Yeah, so the tension is in your chest?
1: Yeah, at the moment. I just I just feel like it in just this spot here and- Okay,
0: so, so okay, let's play. Let's play. <laughs> oh,
1: <So no. laughs>
0: when you did that, you were rotating your hand in a certain way, yes? Yeah. So is that the way the tension flows? Yeah. like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep, so it's flowing um, for you, you're a direct copy image. So that, is that clockwise or anti-clockwise?
1: Clock, clockwise. clockwise?
0: Okay, cool. So close your eyes for me.
1: Oh, you make me nervous.
0: (laughs) Don't be nervous. There's nothing to be nervous about. Close your eyes for me. And I want you to just to feel that tension and feel that energy moving, right? Now, I want you to give me a color. What color is it that it's moving? Red. Red. Okay, cool. Now, so what I would like you to do is I want you to just do a visualize and just imagine and just pretend and just will that that is going to slow down. Attention, that movement is still gonna move very slowly, but it's just gonna slow down. Mm. That's right, just like that, good. I can see them, see that it's slowing down, good. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to slowly change the color from red. Now, as it's moving, it's gonna slowly move from red into like a dark brown. It moves into that dark brown, it's gonna move into a really nice purple. As that purple goes through, it's gonna move into a blue. As that blue rolls through, it's gonna go into that really light sort of aqua. And that nice aqua is gonna move into this really fresh, really nice green. As it turns green, it's gonna stop moving and start rotating the other way. So now it's going green and it's going anti-clockwise. As it goes anti-clockwise, that green gets really bright, and like really bright and really, really deep, that beautiful almost jade-coloured green that just wants to emanate through anything and it doesn't feel like tension. It feels like energy and it feels like energy. It can be moved and it feels like it can move and go throughout your whole body. And if it goes throughout your whole body, it can become energy for productivity or enthusiasm or anything else. And that movement of that energy just get brighter and brighter and brighter and it can just dissipate into whatever energy dissipates into and wherever it goes, it goes, wherever it goes. And that's okay for wherever it goes because that's what happens. Then you can just come back to the here and now and open your eyes. How does that tension feel?
1: Yeah, different. (laughs) Good. Uh uh, really actually like yeah yeah like i was here but i wasn't here <laughs> yep that's trance cool <laughs> i actually don't know how to describe the feeling like
0: that's okay you don't need to wow it's awesome. i love that
1: and because i have a light here when i opened my eyes it was like super super Ooh. Bright.
0: <laughs> Ooh. that's oh that's winning that's even yeah. better That's an anchor.
1: (laughs) Yeah, every time I think of a light, I'm just gonna think of emerald and that feeling.
0: Beautiful energy.
1: (laughs) I know you know what your epigenetic is, but do you know much about the other epigenetics?
0: I'm learning, I'm learning. So I'm actually doing the 12 week course Mm -hmm. um, for becoming a huge superhuman. So I am definitely learning about all the epigenetics and it's fascinating.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So fascinating.
1: I um I'll go into that in a sec but um I'm pretty sure that my son is a sensor which is like the most difficult one to work with
0: just yeah.
1: because he is but it's like um he he was born with a brain injury so yeah. he um he's had about five brain surgeries the last one wow. being April this year yeah and um he's very it's very sensitive very sensitive mm-hmm. to, uh, he doesn't like to be touched uh, loud noises. Um, he doesn't show affection of any kind yep. in the sense where other people might see it. Like he'll yeah. come up to me and he goes, I want to watch a movie with you. And that's his way of showing affection. Or I yeah. want to do something because he wants me to laugh at one of the videos he's found on YouTube. He yeah. Wants to, like have that interaction with him. Where if I, I'll tell him I love him every day. And he will give me a face every day, like Ugh, get off me. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: none of that. And but he tries not to smile, so uh, I keep doing it. And he, he yeah,
0: fair okay, cool.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. I'd say, um, yeah, senses. Wow. Okay.
1: Mm. So I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, I, I want to get him tested. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see both of them actually. Hmm. Because uh, well, complete opposites they are. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's just opened a whole nother world to things. Mm. So it's like you use NLP and hypnosis and you go, okay, so this is change work for neuro pathways for the unconscious mind to be able to facilitate change. But then also understanding what triggers you with certain chemicals in your brain
1: mm.
0: is just a whole nother download of information that you can utilize either for yourself or other people. So like I'm a diplomat, hmm. and um, but I've got high crusader tendencies. So I'm a little bit difficult because <laughs> it's like I'll ruminate on things, but then I need to listen. I need to go.
1: Mm. Um, when I was uh, you- when you told me you were having your test done, I thought yeah. either diplomat or crusader. So it's funny you, yeah, quite- yeah, because that's the kind yeah. of um, the feel that I get from you.
0: Yeah. And and then also, but when I'm on stage, I've got activator tendencies mm. that are really high. So it's it's interesting then realizing that what are learned behaviours from things to then what are your core behaviours. So it's it's just fascinating, so mm. fascinating.
1: Activators yeah. trigger me. Like I can usually oh, yeah. when someone's an activator because they just instantly trigger me because they're well, just. You'd be a
0: connector or a guardian, wouldn't you?
1: I'm a guardian. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I figured either connector or guardian.
1: Thanks, smack in the middle. I'm 250, so there's there's oh. no who I am.
0: Yep. So, yeah. Okay, you can go. Yep, no, I dig
1: that. I dig that. So the um at the start of the year, um, I don't know what it was. There was like a moment for me and all of a sudden I, I had this, like I would go through these moments maybe every three months where I just – I delete social media. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be disconnected from everyone, yeah. um, just so I can have my little meltdown, and I, I don't want to make a scene about it. So I just delete, and I still got like um, Messenger, so people can contact me if they need to. Otherwise, the last time that happened, um, um, phone calls were made. So <laughs>
0: yeah, I can imagine.
1: Um, yeah. So that was around January. February I did that and um, I went off social media for like a month I just Mm -hmm. I was just sick of looking at my phone I think I got to a point where I was seeing all these people doing all these amazing things and I didn't feel like I was doing it or I didn't feel like I was good enough so Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah I don't want to say that right now (laughs) I'm just gonna go Uh,
0: I get get it it. I get
1: it I mean I was in a job I hated Uh, I wasn't spending as much time with the kids because I'm always working and yeah I just became really miserable and when I came back on social media um there's a virus going around (laughs) what's this and everyone's like panicking I'm like oh it's nothing don't worry about it like you've had viruses go around before everyone's panicking and I can't find any toilet paper anywhere and I'm like (laughs) and like people were like over buying things at the shops and I couldn't get any of the things that I wanted. And then all these rules started coming in and I couldn't find joy in the things that I wanted to find joy in, like just going for a coffee at the shops, um, yeah. cafe, and seeing friends and you know, being in close contact with someone. I was doing, I do martial arts, I've had a few months off, but um, we had to- What,
0: what do you do? What do you do?
1: I do Arakan. Oh, nice! Yeah, I've um, been doing it for about a year now. And, so
0: good!
1: Uh, oh, I love it. Um, my son gets involved as well.
0: Even better.
1: Yeah, and um, and then all of a sudden, I just kept getting down further and further, and I just I had no no willpower to really do anything, no motivation, and in comes Cody, becoming superhuman. Course, you're doing it. <laughs> like okay and you know when I started doing it um, I I wasn't really feeling it but um, all of a sudden he's telling me things about myself that I'm like huh I do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) like as a guardian I tend to push people away because it's, it's just my way of controlling the situation because I fear abandonment yeah and And he's telling me all these things and all all of a sudden the things are starting to click together and I'm like, huh, that makes sense. Cause I used to be a bit of a personal development junkie where I would go to all these events and get that high and then go to the next one, but not doing any of the inner work. Yeah. And I did that for, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years. You're an addict. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I actually got to the point where I realized I was doing it and then I just stopped going, but I still wasn't doing the work. Yeah. So this year was a massive growth for me because ever since I learned about who I really am and the things that I do and why I do them, it was just everything just clicked together. and I'm like, okay, that makes sense now because I was always searching that for that feeling. Like, why do I do? Mm. Why am I pushing people away when all I want is love and connection? Yeah so and then
0: to feed people
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was it was a big moment for me and um and this year has been a a lot about growth um the last couple of months I was actually feeling like I had a lot of health problems in the last few months and I feel like I was starting to get back into those bad habits again and then you know that's why I watch your live videos because the way you start them off is like, whoa, I've got all of a sudden a spark of energy. Um, yeah, I like, oh, there it is. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. I needed that. Okay. Let's go do something. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's been really good. And, um, you know, I go to a lot of circles and stuff every week and I make sure that I do go because if I don't go, I have a lot of, a uh, lot of shame and guilt on myself for not going. And then it's just like a repetitive pattern. Yeah, no, I get that
0: but I, what would happen if you didn't feel guilty?
1: Spent my whole life feeling guilty. I
0: know, because like, so this morning I was meant to get to Coffee and Consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the boys.
1: I was there virtually.
0: I, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I slept in, you know, I got up at 8.30. Mm. Now I haven't even messaged them to say, oh, sorry guys, I didn't make it. I will. Mm. I will, but I'm like. I don't need to feel guilty about that. I needed to sleep,
1: mm.
0: you know. And is is and this is a big thing. And I've I've spoken about this. Is actually one of the first messages I ever sort of really connected with for me was. I've got to be selfish, mm. like I really have to, and and I know. I know selfish probably isn't the right word, but I like it because we go, it triggers people and they go, oh, no, you can't be selfish. Like, no, you've got to be. Mm. I've got to be absolutely fucking selfish at times because I'm not going to be able to look after myself. I'm not going to be able to look after my daughter. I'm not going to be able to service clients. I'm not going to be able to grow. I'm not going to be able to change the world if I'm not looking after number one. Mm. And so, to do everyone else a, a a solid favor and to be able to best serve them, I've got to best serve me, because without me, I'm useless. Hmm. So yeah, I I try very very hard, and yes, I use the word try, because growth is a forever battle. It's not a oh, I've just grown and. Now, it's it's the same as the self-development. People go, oh, I've learned these tools now and I'm going to be good forever. It's like, well, no, what you've done is you've had an overgrown yard. You've done all the mowing. You've pulled out all the weeds and you made your yard really pretty. If you leave it for six months, it's going to get overgrown again. Mm. You've got to continue doing the gardening all the time. And... People don't see that or understand that a lot of the time. So it's like, no, I'm I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to go do my gardening, and that may look like gym or going for a run or just taking a day where I veg and watch movies or whatever it is. I I have to take that time occasionally, because if I don't, there's yeah, it's no
1: good for anyone.
0: Hmm. So for you, especially as a guardian,
1: yeah. I put everyone first, everyone, exactly. strangers. Which is weird. It's funny because I had a complete meltdown last week um, yep. because I had so much on. I was, I was recording all these podcasts. I work for a few people doing VA work. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was just... And then the kids and then just making dinner and all the things of the house. And it was just... It got so overwhelming and I... I just wanted to sleep and cry. It's the only two things I wanted to do.
0: Did you do those two things?
1: I cried. <laughs> From that <laughs> That's okay. Still went the sleeping thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's it's important though. Like with everything we do, we need to give ourselves permission to feel the things we feel. Mm. And so for instance, I'm dealing with someone who's just had a, okay, they're not going to hear this and I'm going to keep it as private as possible. But they're dealing with a severe breakup. Mm -hmm. It's not a severe breakup, if that makes sense. It's like their interpretation of it is very severe. My interpretation of it is, mate, it's not that bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: but he's like, I just want it to be this, this, and this. I'm like, dude, it's been like three days. You're going to feel upset. You're going to feel hurt. You're going to question things. You're going to have all these different emotions. There's no right or wrong way to deal with that. Mm. So how about you allow yourself to feel these things for a couple of days, just feel them. Don't question them. Don't try and figure it all out. Don't, Go do crazy things, just feel them just for a little while. Mm. And then let's do what we need to do, whether that's changing your state, whether that's you know, dealing with what's actually going on, because this what you're feeling here is probably connected to some sort of past trauma that you're not even letting out. And let's let's then work on that. But give yourself a chance to feel something. Mm. And then I tried to explain to him how amazing it is that he was with something so beautiful that he had all this emotion and love connected to, to now feel so much pain over. And that's genuinely beautiful to know that he felt so much love and connection there mm. to be now in this much pain. And he's like, looked at me like I'm a crazy man. <laughs> he's like, no, cause it just fucking hurts. And this is shit. I'm like, yeah, it does but it hurts because you cared so much. And how beautiful is that? Mm. But he, it depends on what people choose. And I'm gonna, I use that word very precisely. It's depending on what people choose to perceive.
1: Yeah.
0: And if he just, he will, and he will change his perception. Cause we all know with relationships as time goes by Emotions change and when emotions change, perceptions change. You should change your perception before you change the emotion. And you'll get a better work on that, but the emotion will change and the perception will change. Mm. But yeah, it's it's fascinating.
1: Well, other times emotions are high. Yeah. High. We don't see a way out of it. Like out of that feeling, that really high intense feeling having those emotions
0: hundred percent, but it all comes back to that, taking a moment and then seeing a different perception. So for me, I, I'm by no means a master of this. I still get caught up in so many things and then I forget things and then all sorts of stuff happens, but I, I, I do my best to make a very, very conscious decision before I act or react that I look at where I'm looking at this from. Mm. So if something happens, I I tend to be, okay, this has happened. Here's my first thought. Is that anger? Is that hurt? Is that confusion? What, what is this? What am I thinking or feeling to have this perception right now? Okay, cool. This is anger because I'm upset about X, Y, Z. All right, let's look. If I was coming from a place of love, what would I be thinking about this right now? I'd be thinking, yes, this hurts, but there's a valid reason for it. Okay, cool. What if I was looking at this from a perception of I'm just watching both of this play this play out as a neutral entity, as a neutral person? What would I be seeing? Okay, I'd be seeing that this is obviously just a huge misunderstanding in some way, shape, or form. Or, you know, maybe Phil's being a dick. And doesn't realize it or whatever it is but taking even just 10 minutes to try and look at different perceptions of things creates a whole nother game for it mm. and as soon as you can start doing that and applying that then shit just works out <laughs> because it's not personal then
1: is that something you've practiced over time
0: uh yeah and still practicing so I'd say it's a newer concept. It's probably the last 12 months. I've really been trying to focus on this. And again, by no means am I perfect at it. I still, it still just goes out the window every now and then. And you have your little meltdown and you come back and go, okay, I need to be looking at this from different angles. Mm. When you start doing that, then things work and then you make the apologies (laughs) you need to make (laughs) and you go from there.
1: Know that went too well. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's it could also just be a slight diplo thing too. Mm. You know, I wanna I wanna communicate everything with everyone to make sure that it's about connection. Yeah. And growth.
1: Actually you covered something that I was just gonna talk about. So there we go. Even better. Uh the videos that I was just sort of watching but setting up at the same time was uh, the other side of things, uh especially when they're not going right.
0: Yeah, that's um That's been a big one for me the last couple of days. Mm. So if anyone had seen any of my other lives that have gone on in the last couple of days, I've been fried. Um, I went and did another course, course junkie, but at the same time knowledge is power. So it's not a, it's coming from a different place this time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I got challenged and i got triggered and i had plans for that weekend that didn't work as well and there was a multitude of things that uh just did not work out for me the way i'd hoped they'd worked out they they worked out in some way but they definitely just didn't go the way i'd hoped or i'd wanted or i'd planned for and then that's where the garden gets overgrown again And so it was a matter of, first of all, I wanted to express that to the world because I know I get on there and I'm like, hey, Facebook fan, what's going on? And I'll have this great little spiel and have a good time and, you know, energy, 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 energy. At the same time, I want people to see that there are moments that are not easy and that I do struggle with certain things, whether it be, you know, having a moment of self-worth or self-doubt. Because regardless, we all have those moments, some people more than others, but we genuinely, as human beings, we're going to have that happen at some time. Mm. And so I really, I I wanted to be as genuine as possible because I could have like changed my state and I got up, danced around a bit, gone on there and just smashed something out and would have felt so fake about it afterwards. Because that's not what was really going on that for that day. So yeah, it was it was wanting to be authentic and really wanting to show people that it doesn't matter if you're if you're perceived as like crushing a business and then growing and doing all these amazing things. There's still those moments of humility, you know, where you're human and That's okay. And then like, for me, that was actually, I feel like that was more stepping into a masculine role as well about taking ownership and being like, no, this is my vulnerability. Mm. So it's kind of like a twisted masculine. But to me, that's, that's what I really wanted to show. It's like, no, no, I am vulnerable with things. I am human. And this does suck. And that's okay because there's this crazy thing called life and we're like human. So don't worry about it. But if I had done that for a week straight, then I would have been concerned. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would have been like, well, oh, okay, yeah. no one wants to shoot into a live where I'm just sitting like, stuff's just shit, guys. Stuff's really shit. But again, if that was the case, then I'd, I know I'd have like, I've got mentors. Mm-hmm. Mentors would have seen that, and they would have been straight on Messenger going, "What is going on? What are you doing?" And then I would have been like, "Yeah, okay, cool. No, you're right. Uh, pull your finger out of your ass and start doing what you need to do." Mm. That's what
1: I would have done. Like whenever I post, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty honest when I post things, but yeah. I only post things when I'm feeling good. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> If I were no. to up when I'm like last week, I probably didn't post that very much. Um, mm. I went to the circle that I go to and everything. And um, I still talk to people. Um, mm. But if I were to do a post while in that state, it may come off as a different light. And I'm, I tend to keep it, at a, I don't know if professional is the right word. I don't feel it is. Mm-hmm. Just this. This is who this re is. Yep. And, uh, she's going to show up on Facebook this way. Yep.
0: I, I get that. I get that. So there's your post. This is how re shows up on Facebook. Here's how I feel right now you imagine if I did this every day or something like that could you imagine the power that would have for people mm. yes that would be huge yes. and and I, I I see it in your eyes already you're like
1: yeah, yeah. Ooh, like, <laughs> Ooh, that
0: that's that's scary
1: so yeah. remind me that I am going to post that
0: yeah that's cool that's so cool mm. it's scary though but that's awesome Oh yeah I dig that I dig yeah. that so much
1: I tend to smile and laugh, especially when I'm uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, that happened to me. Um, So I got called up on the stage at the leadership course and then I said something and as I said, I laughed and I got called out straight away. I'm like, how about you put that bullshit fake mask laugh down and you tell me what's actually going on? I'm like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs)
1: That wasn't Cody, was it?
0: It was definitely a Cody.
1: (laughs) Sounds like something Cody would say.
0: Yeah, and like, because I didn't even realize I was—that was a mask. It was just a—I said something, and I thought he's like, "No, no, that's a bullshit. That's a bullshit fake laugh, and you're just trying to mask whatever's going on right now." So, how about you drop that, and let's talk about that. uh, Five minutes later, like, wham! There we go.
1: Yeah, there it is. (laughs) There it is. Thank you. (laughs) So, um, the first time I actually met Cody. Um, I'd been following his lives. He did a thing at the uh, start of his videos as well, which what made me interested in his videos. He used to do this wave. I'm like, who's this guy that's sitting on the floor that keeps waving every time he does a live. Like, I'm not gonna say it's weird, but it's different. Like, yep. but it's also kind of intriguing. And then he's like, all oh, this content. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling all this. So when he came to Melbourne, I uh, went uh, to do his um, his event and the very first day I would make jokes, I would laugh, I would smile constantly, but I was really agitated at the same time. Yeah, you
0: were so uncomfortable.
1: Every time he said something, I I had uh, a joke, like straight after, like it it would be a joke at my expense, mostly.
0: (laughs) Ooh, that's interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I did that a lot. No, I did that a lot. Did that. Yeah,
0: there you go. There it is. I call myself a linguistics.
1: <laughs> yes. I actually have never studied NLP. Wow. I want to. I'm going to.
0: Good. Mm. You should. I think it would um, do amazing things for you.
1: Yeah, I think especially me. with
0: everything else you're doing.
1: Mm. I've Like, I've read a book on NLP, but not nearly the same as going yeah. to a course. Well,
0: that's like someone said to me i don't need to learn an lp i went on udemy and did is it udemy that <laughs> online training platform yes. like I, I did 11 course on udemy it's fine and i'm like oh okay um like that's <laughs> like knowledge don't get me wrong i've got a few hypno courses i've got off there and i've watched because mm-hmm. that but i'm like it's okay oh look good good if that's your values and that's where you sit, excellent. But until you're there with people doing it, you're not going to get the full experience in any way, shape or form.
1: No. Like even people offering the courses online, especially with COVID, I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not, the, mm-hmm. it's not the same as being and, You know, being called out because I've, I've laughed at something and no one else has seen it. And yeah. um, just little things. There's um, too much of
0: an escape online.
1: There really is. And being a guardian, I need that connection with other people, because they're inst- everyone's just instantly my family. I, it's just yeah. it's too late. You're you're all family now. I can't help it. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: I love you all. <laughs> bringing in cookies tomorrow.
1: You know, that's something I'd probably do. <laughs> i would like i love doing things for people and gifts are my way of like with the five love languages i love gifts for people on oh gifts and acts of service um but of course being a guardian the way that i like to receive love is through words
0: yeah and a lot of that is
1: studied like epigenetics know that about me Mm. if i'm doing something for them they'll say something to me and but yeah. I'm doing it <laughs> but I still have and that you don't care with it no, no no I love it I'm like yeah love you too
0: <laughs> so good and that book though that is probably one of the most powerful books I've read in a long time the five languages I haven't
1: actually read it yet oh I just know what they are the five
0: <laughs> yeah I read it and I rang my daughter's mother after I'd read it. So by reading it, I mean, audio because I use audio for everything. Uh-huh. I don't actually read, I can just drive and listen. Uh-huh. After I'd listened to the five languages of love, I got on the phone to my daughter's mother. We've been separated for years now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like at least sort of six, seven years at least. And I rang her and I'm like, I am so sorry. She's like, for what? I'm like, you needed to see love this way, this way, and this way. And I was showing it you this way and this way. And then I get cranky because I didn't think you were seeing it, but I'm just trying to show you love the way I was perceiving love. And you needed these things. And I was a dick. I'm sorry. And she's like, are you on drugs? (laughs) I'm like, no, I've just read this book and I get it. I finally get it. Yeah. And so we had a nice little conversation and kind of just left it at that. But I'm just like, I could, I could literally go through every relationship I'd had and pinpoint where I'd screwed up. It was, yeah, it was such a powerful book.
1: Very, very powerful book. See every relationship that I've been in, I've left every single one of them. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> but that was like my way of pushing people away. If yeah. um, I had a not so great relationship, but, 13, 14 years ago. And mm. if someone does something and it reminds me of that person, even just the slightest, I'm like, yes, here, like hi out. <laughs> but it's insane. Later. I also have an out before I have an in.
0: <laughs> yeah, wow. Mm. Wow. So you've got you've got like the you've got your bug out bag packed in the boot of the car and you just you can hop in and go whenever you want.
1: Pretty much. Wow, that's fascinating, isn't it? Um, yeah. I've learned a lot about myself in regards to relationships this year. Mm. I mean, I haven't been in a relationship this year, but I've learned why I do the things that I do. Um, Mm. And then why I've been frustrated in the past, why people haven't shown me affection the way that I want to have received it. Mm. And like learning about the five love languages, that help. Um, because I'm all about words.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: if someone doesn't show me love in that way, they don't love me.
0: Yeah. 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 So how's the relationship with yourself and the words with yourself?
1: Mm. Needs work. Yeah. Always needs work. Like 100%. I have last week was it was a bad week. It was not a kind week on myself and because i'm very and i'm not sure if this is like jumping into the masculine but it's okay go 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 got shit to do need to do this don't have time um yeah just pretty much like that and yeah. what happened for me to get out of that was my son amazing he lost his shit at me this is my younger son yep Because he wanted to, he wanted to do something with me. And initially I said, yes, yes, I'll do it. Um, I didn't say what day or what time, but in his mind, it's like, yay, we're doing this today. (laughs) Like, I'm excited. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll get to it. I promise. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, it was almost bedtime. I'm like, okay, you got to get ready for bed now. And he's like, you promised I'm like, I I promise we'd do it. I didn't promise we'd do it today. And I think it's the first time he started screaming at me in a long time. He was getting really emotional. Mm. Um, and, you know, I kept saying, I'm, I'm just really tired and can we do this another day? And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, all right, obviously this is really important to him. And I did say I'd do it, but I just wasn't specific on day and time. Yeah that I need to work on with him in the future.
0: With, with with children, literal is massive.
1: Yeah.
0: And I had a very similar instance last week as well. So my daughter messaged me he's like, oh, can we do something next weekend? This was like on the Monday or Tuesday. I'm like, yeah, babe, that'll be great. And then I was talking to her later on the week and she goes, oh, I'm staying at um, my friend's place this weekend. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm out of it. She'll she'll come back and say when she she can do something because she's changed her mind. She's staying at her friend's place. And so last weekend, the Friday, she sends me a message. Oh, what are we doing this weekend? And I'm like, what? No, I've got stuff on, babe. I I can't do stuff. And it was pretty late at night when she messaged me. So I left it and I was going to reply to it in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I get a call from her mother going, your daughter's in her bedroom crying because you've left her on red and you haven't replied. And she doesn't think you want to do things with her. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, this is just a huge misunderstanding because I, and I explained it to her and she's like, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, first of all, that just breaks your heart. It absolutely crushes you because the last thing you want to do is upset the people you love. Mm -hmm. And so I got on the phone to her. I'm like, oh, babe, this is what's happened. And she's like, oh, okay. So what do you want to do? She goes, I want to go to Bounce. I'm like, yep, no worries. When do you want to go? And she goes, well, whenever. And I'm like, okay, cool, Tuesday. Mm. So that's why yesterday we went out and we did all our cool stuff after school because, you know, I'd, I'd made that commitment to her. But if if we just had have had that little bit of more of an in-depth conversation, yep. everything would have been fine. And again, that was a really big lesson for me to take back. Because usually I'm like, are we doing something? She's like, yep, yeah, this weekend? Yep. Yeah. And then we just kind of do something. It's like, no, the older she gets, the more specific mm. and direct, I need to be 100% with what's going on. Because if not, that leaves too much gray area and she'll take that gray area and not, not, not take it as in like manipulate it, but she'll take that as, nope, that gray area means this, this is happening. Yep. And I need to avoid that because I don't want to upset her and break her heart in that way. Like I'm, I'm a father still, so it'll be like, yes, you can do that or no, you can't at certain times. But with things like this, it's like, no, no, I want to I have that connection. I want to have those moments. I want to have those memories with you. So I need to make sure, yeah, that specifics.
1: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Specifics. Like yeah. having a conversation and not assuming. Not yeah. just, okay, he, he or she, whereas like my son or your daughter, um, is going to think this is not on or this is not happening or this will happen this time. Um, yeah. yeah, I just found specifics, especially with the way that my son's brain works. Uh, he definitely needs specifics. Yeah.
0: But again, it's growth. Mm. Those moments build what they need to build so that, that way you can then go, okay, I've learned from this. And now I've learned from this. I can then adjust for this and then something better will come from it. Mm created the pain the pain's created change change creates a result yeah oh, look at that just nice little segue back yeah <laughs> so good
1: my uh my son used to he spent about maybe four or five years just being angry all the time yeah yeah wow. and he wasn't someone that could express the normal way um never ask him what's wrong because initial nothing go away leave me alone and that was from a very very young age too mm. just, he was just so frustrated and i think he just held so much emotion because he was always saying that he wasn't feeling well and he couldn't go to school mm. and a lot of that was anxiety yeah. it always happened at night so he would go to bed and all of a sudden I don't feel well, he would say it's a stomach ache, but uh, I think he was just feeling it just everywhere. Like like when you're nauseous about, when yep. nervous, you get nauseous or something. You're
0: so nervous you feel sick.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah. I have a theory on anxiety. Mm-hmm. Actually I have two theories on anxiety. Let me drop this down just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is my theory. I have no specific training in anxiety other than hypnosis and NLP. So the way I perceive things is with anxiety. So what happens is we start at a very, very early age. We go through a moment that doesn't necessarily feel good. And our unconscious mind and our body goes, I, uh, that doesn't feel good, it feels weird, and gives you this little bit of a feeling. And then you live through it. Mm. And your unconscious mind goes, that's weird. I gave you this feeling and you lived through that situation. Interesting. And so another situation comes up and your unconscious mind goes, oh, I remember when you, when something happened, I gave you that feeling. So I'm just going to give you that feeling a little bit again and see what happens. And then you get that little bit of a feeling again. And then you live through it. And so that connection goes, it goes, there's, there's something in this. There's, this is, this is interesting. I'm giving you these feelings and these actions and you're surviving and it builds over time the point where as soon as you think about that situation, the unconscious mind goes, I know what that is here. Take this. So it's like an unconscious mechanism to help you survive.
1: Mm.
0: So it's about then understanding that it is just a feeling and then finding that first particular moments and then dealing with them to then topple everything over. So Mm. that's the way I look at it anyway. And I've had pretty good, pretty good success with hypnosis,
1: Mm. treating that. Mm.
0: The other theory is, so when we process things, our brains consistently processing everything, like, you know, something, again, statistic, like 75% of statistics are made up, just so you know. And every time I say that the statistics always different it's, it goes along with what I say, um, but it's like something like over twenty million pieces of information come into our brain at any given second, because it's it's the way. And then we filter everything we get through. When we go through anxiety, we get stuck on something, which mm. is creating the anxiety. So anxiety isn't sporadic. Anxiety is actually severe focus. Mm like laser pinpoint focus on one thing so how cool would it be if you went this is making me anxious i can use this focus on xyz instead mm. that would be cool mm. again it's it's just a theory but i it's just yeah it, it keeps coming up and i'm like there's there's got to be something in that and there's gotta be a way I can utilize that. Cause I, I do, I get, I get anxious at times and we all do. We're humans, we're natural. We're, it's a big part of life. Mm. And so I used to get it a lot when I'd fight. So I used to fight Muay Thai and you'd go into the ring. And before you go into the ring, walking to the ring and stepping into the ring was the hardest part, mm. the fight was easy. It doesn't matter, win, lose, or draw. The fight was easy. You're in there and you just had to go and you had to do. (laughs) Yeah. Stepping in to the ring before the fight was so hard. So you'd get really anxious. And you'd be like, okay, I'm really anxious. I'm just going to focus on walking down these steps, down the runway into the ring. So you just focus all that anxiety and just doing those bits. And as soon as the bell rang to start, anxiety gone. Yeah. So i like, how can you gauge that into other people's lives and other people's models of the world? Because when you can, when I can, not if, when I can, and it will happen, it will come. I'm already processing things I'm saying out loud now. So I'm getting other ideas, which is great. Um, yeah, that can do some pretty magic things, I think. Mm. But even people just understanding that and, and taking on believing that, they could change whatever they wanted with that. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, I'll focus on this instead. Hmm. Anyway.
1: In the- <laughs> stepping into the ring, I mean, with- yeah. I don't step into a ring, we just, we just fight. Um, yeah. It's almost like I have this moment where I need to let everything go. Mm. I'm just in this zone and hardcore focused because if I'm not, I'm gonna get punched in the head and it's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's almost like I'm associating pain with that anxiety. Yep. And 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 yeah. many 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 times, I I've been injured a few times because I wasn't concentrating and I let my emotions come up and. I just didn't feel that was the time and place for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you survive all those times?
1: I did. Excellent. In my many bruises.
0: <laughs> now was that due to the anxiety or was that due to the clarity?
1: Hmm. My bruises.
0: For well, all of it. Surviving.
1: Surviving. Mm. Yeah, it's just about being focused. Yeah, putting yeah. my energy towards something
0: interesting isn't it like, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm again I'm not I'm not saying I'm right I'm just saying I'm it's a hypothesis and I just go
1: hmm hmm
0: interest yeah I'll have to work on that one a bit more before I come back with a big answer
1: yeah Actually, writing that one down because that's really good like <laughs> a lot of my that I have been like I've had anxiety and mm. I had it just be like jumping on this goal because we've never oh, really? properly before okay yeah Um, and you know I started to get the nerves and a bit of anxiety was coming up like are you going to say the right thing what if you have really long pauses I was like fine just edit that shit out you'll be fine
0: I was gonna be like yeah who cares pauses are great pauses I mean it's a good spot for editing yeah
1: exactly um you know when I first started the podcast um at the start of the year I um it was all about the other person it was about Mm was nothing to do with me i was just someone sharing other people's stories but now it's about going in deep and having those conversations with them and that's yeah the shit out of me <laughs> it really does okay because every time i do it's just it's it's more growth and it can be very uncomfortable mm-hmm. right now it's very public too because mm. i'm carrying it out to the world
0: yeah, how cool is that?
1: Oh my god, <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's so cool. Mm. I dig that, and it's true though. And that's probably one of the biggest things I've started realizing too is how publicly things go. Like for my lives, when I um, when I missed uh, Sunday nights, the amount of people that messaged me. And I mean, I probably had at least half a dozen going, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Is everything all right? I'm like, yeah, I just, I fell asleep. (laughs) You know, I should have done it first, but I was like, I'm just going to lay here for a second and gather my thoughts and then I'll get up and do it. And you know, accountability, it was my own fault. I should, I should have, I should have got up and done it first. But I didn't. And um, But the fact that so many people were reaching out Mm. because I've made it so public what I'm doing. It's like, no, this is a challenge. Yes, I need to get to 30 days. And after this, I'll do heaps of other lives as well. Mm. But yeah, you know, when, when you've put yourself out there for people to see you either winning or failing, it can be daunting. Like, I'm still in the prison, so... I'll come in to the prison at times and there'll be people there who I watched you live last night. I'm like, cool, man. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see how, I see how you work here. You're not that person. Uh, I'm like, cool, man. Thanks. I appreciate your opinion. Thanks for calling me out. Maybe I'll try harder to be that person in here.
1: Mm.
0: So I sit there and I, uh, and it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just a, wow, that's an interesting perception. Maybe there's something in that for me. And then oh, there's other people that, they don't give me shit, but they, they try to play with it a little bit. And it's because they don't know how to deal with their own emotions. So they're like, I want to support you. But the only way to support you is by giving you shit because this is a really masculine area. So I don't know how to be soft. So, oh, did you see what you did last night, you idiot? Ha, 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 ha. It's like, well, thank you. Because I, I know that's your way of showing that you care. Now, it's not very healthy or productive for you. <laughs> and if you do it to the wrong people, you might not have many friends left, but I appreciate it. I get it. Mm. So, yeah, I think that, that perception of things and then them being in that public eye with it, and I'm, I know it's not millions of people, but it's still your public and it's still potentially reaching a lot of people. Ah. Mm. Uh, one is the best way to create change. Two, it's a really good way to get clients. And three, it shows that you're human. Mm. And I think that's I think that's yeah the big things about it definitely.
1: On a um, podcast I just shared last week, um, I publicly spoke about depression, anxiety, and suicide. And amazing first time that i've publicly said that yes i've had suicidal thoughts but not in the sense of i want to kill myself in the sense of i want to take myself out of this equation so everyone is better off yeah i get it yeah and that's that's my fear that sometimes people don't get it and they just automatically think that i want to die when i don't (laughs) i was unhappy with my situation and I was, things were getting worse and I just yeah. myself out of that. Makes sense. Mm.
0: Makes absolute sense.
1: Yeah.
0: But the fact that you did it is a big thing too. Mm. And so that should be celebrated. I hope you celebrated that because that's huge.
1: Massive. I celebrated through my growth. <laughs> Excellent.
0: <laughs> still a celebration, but yeah. Still gotta celebrate that, definitely.
1: Mm. Celebrate
0: everything. All your wins, all your not so good wins, all your lessons, all your growth. Celebrate it all. It's all it's all
1: vital. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh it's not easy. And I don't know what it is. I'm not sure. But recently, I've attracted a lot of people into my life who are mm. kind of like me a while ago.
0: <laughs> Past projections.
1: Yeah, the very, I can't do this. I have depression, I can't do this. I have anxiety, I can't do this. And then I get frustrated.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can, you loser. Yeah. And, and you mean that with so much love, like you're
1: like- I really do. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, stop being dumb, just do the thing you need to do because you can do it.
1: Someone says something, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> just- yeah. But it's it's really calling myself an idiot for all the times that yeah. I those exact same things. Mm. I knew I was doing them, but it was comfortable. Yeah, it was painful. And then it was yeah, com- painful but comfortable.
0: And then it's the beautiful thing of having those past projections of you come forward is it shows you how far you've come.
1: Mm. Yes,
0: <laughs> and there's beauty in that as well. Mm. A lot of beauty in that.
1: Actually, I think you um, you spoke about this on one of your lives, and it mm. stuck with me. And then all of a sudden, someone else has said the same thing that week, and then someone has said something the same thing the next week. And then Ooh. I find myself saying the same thing to someone else this week. So then I yep. was like, yeah. And that was sitting at the table. Yes. Yes. You were talking I about I love that table. table. And um, I was describing the same thing to someone else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what the conversation was about, but I'm like, and then at the end of the conversation, I'm like, oh, Phil got my head. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also well, was, I felt like I was embodying it too like uh, yeah this yeah. is exactly what I'm doing
0: and that was that was a massive thing for me because that those tables like I kind of at this point in time of my life I have like three different tables mm-hmm. and depending on what I'm doing at the time depends on what table I'm sitting at yep. it's like well I know I know one of those tables has to go at some point
1: mm-hmm.
0: but there's the only attachment I have to that table is an emotional attachment. And it's like, I can still maybe catch up with them for drinks and stuff and a good time, but I don't need to sit at the table to do that. Yeah. I need to be sitting at these other tables. And when you start getting invited to sit at more tables and bigger tables and scarier tables, it's interesting and it's terrifying and it's amazing. And then you get like this imposter syndrome for a little bit as well. We're like, Oh, I'm not good enough to be here. What am I doing?
1: Just thinking well, that. <laughs> um,
0: like there's some big news coming um, in the next couple of weeks. I've got yeah, some yeah, I very
1: post that I'm like, Oh, you can't do that. <laughs>
0: I've, I know. I know there is,
1: but, there uh... is some,
0: absolutely big stuff coming and for me i i got up had a conversation and there's a potential opportunity and i, I just said yes and then afterwards i'm going oh what, what have i done you know and that imposter syndrome comes back up mm-hmm. am i good enough to do that am i good enough i am good enough yeah but like, there is there better? There is better people out there. But does it matter? Because it's not me, and it's not the way I do things. So, and again, it's just working through that for a minute—that self worth and that imposter syndrome—and I then realize to be excited and to be scared is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because it is. It's the I get the heart rate, I get the sweats a little bit, I get a bit jittery. Same thing: excited and fear. So if I just go, okay, well, this is clearly. Excitement, not fear, then it's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm. Even if it's fear, I'll just, know it's excitement. It's definitely excitement. It's mm. got to be excitement. Like fear is healthy, but it's, it's excitement. But again, action. I said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. And I've got a beautiful mentors. I've got a beautiful support crew and it'll work. So yeah, but I, I can't tell you what it is. is
1: late but I'm actually really excited about it I'm
0: really excited about it
1: I'm like ah I've got to know now
0: (laughs) I know and I I wanted I wanted literally like after I um knew of things and stuff (laughs) look how vague that is (laughs) after I knew of things and stuff bits, I just wanted to jump on a Facebook live and be like what Mm -hmm. well i could but i'm not going to because that wouldn't be the right way to do it no yes
1: there's -hmm.
0: there's some cool very cool things happening and from those cool things more cool cool things will happen
1: yeah (laughs) i actually wrote a post this morning um because i attended the coffee and consciousness thing amazing virtually um yep when they told me what time it was, I'm like, no, no, I'm a guardian. Guardians don't get up at that time. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty early. I think it was, it was my 7.30, I think it was.
0: Yeah, 6.30 for them, 7.30 for you, yep.
1: But um, I'm like, don't know. And I, I actually kept asking him like, what's this about? No one would answer me, I'm like, oh, damn it. And I'm like, I need specific.
0: It depends on the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just said like, coffee and chat. and like, chat about what? Like what's all the things on oh, and what am I gonna be learning? <laughs> what kind of growth is gonna happen? Yeah. Yeah. And then what I wrote afterwards was about finding your tribe. Um, something I spoke about in a podcast last week. Yeah. Um, Those
0: boys are so powerful.
1: they're in my tribe. I have a lot of people that are um like even like with yourself and your lives, I'm like, you know, that's my tribe. That's the kind of people. Yeah that I want in my life because it's helping me grow. I've had a lot of people bring me down, mm. and now
0: um, yeah, you've got those people that build you up.
1: Yes, exactly. There are times where I'm just like, I just want to lay in bed and cry, but mm. I bounce back. You certainly do. Yeah, and what what you were saying about the imposter syndrome—that was it. That was a moment that I mm. had at the start of the year. I just didn't know what it was, but when, as soon as you said it, I'm like, there it is. I went to a, I was, um, helping someone, um, a coach in their group Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I'm running workshops in there, but it wasn't my group. So I didn't feel like this was my thing. I was just helping, even though I was doing all the work and. And then I just I had those feelings of like an imposter syndrome. Like, this is this isn't me. This is this is some this is someone else's thing. This is not my thing. Like, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it, but it's not my thing. And then I went to do a public speaking event. And what was really funny was about 50, 60 people showed up and only 10 people got to speak. And they're pulling out mm-hmm. everyone's names. They got to number nine. I'm like, there's no way that my name's gonna be called out on number 10 out of all the names that are in there. So what happened, they picked one out and one latched onto the name. I was the latcher, and so they decided to keep it. So I got to speak publicly. Amazing. In front of everyone. Um, But leading up to it, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) I was like full on shaking, having an anxiety attack. I get up on stage. I am so dizzy. I'm like sweating. It was really, really horrible but really, really good at the same time.
0: But the best moment ever as well.
1: Yeah. I like my voice was shaking. and But I got to connect with a lot of people there, um, which is just everything to me. Um, but it was after all of that, that's when I went down because I had that whole imposter syndrome thing. I just, I don't feel like yeah. this is me. This is not the person you are, you know, mm-hmm. you video games all the time and watching movies and doing nothing yep. and that's exactly what i did for the last several months mm-hmm. and you know studying epigenetics and going to these virtual events just to keep me going through this lockdown because we've been in mm-hmm. lockdown for about nine months i
0: and- know so my, my parents are in uh castle Maine, so they've been struggling just as much like with being locked down and yeah but the borders are open so i'll hopefully be down there at the end of this month
1: mm-hmm. it'll be
0: really good to see everyone.
1: Yeah. Just like not having any adults interaction. Like I had my kids, yeah. which was fun, but, um, you know, another adult would have been great. Be <laughs> and I was, towards the end, I was going a little nuts. I'm like, mm. I just need people. Just,
0: <laughs> just someone, please.
1: Just, just come over.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just like, just stand at the window and talk to me for a little while or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it was just, yeah. So it's just been one thing after another in the terms of doing more and creating more growth. And I recently went to a um, seven day conference. Um, Can't remember what it's called. Um, And there was like, maybe 50, 60 speakers. It was like over a hundred things over the next um, seven days. And so I made sure that I was on the lives because I wanted to be able to interact with the people as well. Yeah. And that is what changed for me for this podcast. Cause I already had the thought about bringing the podcast back and I was thinking about it for about two, three weeks. And then having that conversation with those people at that conference, I'm like, this, this is what I love. Like, that's where my passion is, having these conversations, because not everyone gets to have them, mm. and it's also giving permission to people having those conversations later on, whether it's with 100%. someone, themselves, yeah.
0: I dig that.